Good morning, good morning, and happy Thursday from the farm. Welcome to another episode of Thinking Outside the Soil, where we talk story about the topics related to the farmers and ranchers using hydroponic practices to grow the crops and creatures we need to eat. And I am your host, Shani Alfalfa Seed. Thank you for being with us on this beautiful morning. I am getting ready for our Feed Your Flock presentation today at noon. I'm going to share some secrets to being a savvy chicken farmer that the feed stores don't want us to know. A while ago, we got the chance to teach a class for the USDA and Weld County Extension teach farmers how to grow their feed for their chickens to get some really good eggs and then develop that feeding program for others so they could buy that seed and that system. You know, farmers were looking at better ways to feed their flocks. They were doing all kinds of different things like sprouting all kinds of different stuff in order to save money, to save water and we stumbled upon a really great way to get some really great eggs and have happy healthy chickens at no extra cost to us which is fantastic so today at noon we're going to share some of those secrets of what we've discovered so that there are others out there So others out there can get those same results and get really great eggs, have really healthy chickens, or possibly even stop having to go to the grocery store all the time to get their eggs. We're not even finding them because I'm hearing they're not on the shelf as much anymore. Today I'm going to talk more about our friend, Farmer Ed that gave me some of my early hydroponics education and what it meant to be able to use hydroponics from a completely different perspective, like how we're now feeding chickens with hydroponic sprouts. But real quick, while I got you and while you're here, if you could be so kind as to leave a review and let me know what it is that you've enjoyed so far or something that you're interested in hearing in the future. It'll help others know why they should stay too. And leave a rating down there while you're there. Give me some stars. It'll help the computer algorithms put us out there so others can hear more about hydroponic fodder. Farmer Ed Otsuji was one of my first farmers that I got to work with while in school, learning how to be a hydroponicist, learning how to be an aquaponicist to grow plants using mostly water. And we were learning how to use fish to grow those plants. Ed Otsuji is this farmer that has this farm um, called Otsuji Farm, and it sits on the side of a volcano in Hawaii Kai on the island of Oahu and that's where the capital Honolulu is for the Hawaiian island chain his farm is on the side of this volcano called Cocoa Head and it's really neat he has this four acre farm 
And I remember when I first showed up there, seeing all of these plants that look like the scene from Jurassic Park when that gate first opened. It's kind of like those different plants all over captivated me. And he immediately saw my interest in those and engaged in me and talked about the different things that he was doing on the farm and told me that these varieties were highly sought after, that a lot of the tourists from Japan really wanted to eat these. And it was part of their culture to go on vacation and cook things that they got in the local communities. And he identified that a lot of them really wanted the tastes that they had back home. Ed's farms on the side of a volcano, four acres in an area that's very urbanized. And so he has some challenges with how he wanted to expand and grow his business. Ed saw this opportunity to use aquaponics, to use this method of hydroponics to grow a new crop for his customers. There's this crop called watercress, which is a water-loving plant that his customers loved. And he saw this chance to take a plant and put it in a water-loving environment and continue doing what he did to find success in his niche market with those uh, Japanese tourists. He explained all of his ambition to Dr. Harry, and Harry tasked me to help Ed Otsuji build an aquaponic system that met his specific needs. And part of that process was going out and talking to Ed, his customers, and other contractors procuring the materials, doing the initial design, reviewing that with the customer, and then going back and doing that a couple more times till we had something that sounded like a sound plan. I remember this was my first real major assignment. As I look back today, I can see it was uh, an engineering project management task that uh, or job rather that I had that would be a foundation to some of my education later on in life. I never thought that I would pursue studying what I'm studying at Johns Hopkins in systems engineering, but I know it's because of the training that I had with Harry that led me to be able to do more than I ever thought I could do. We spent three days building a system and it was a very enlightening experience for me as a young man. I got to work with some individuals of different generations. One of those individuals happened to be Ed's son, Jonas. Jonas at the time was a sushi sushi chef 
from the mainland and he had flown out to visit with his dad and actually help build this aquaponics system. He had a skill set also in construction, masonry, and carpentry, which was neat because I got to see a different perspective on how people wanted to build a system that had already been designed and was able to offer a lot of really great ideas that we eventually incorporated in situation on the fly. And those gentlemen showed me that a lot of times when we're approaching these challenges, there's always going to be something that alters it. They know what they're trying to do more so than the person trying to go in and design it. Those experiences with Ed gave me the future foundation to help other farmers, which was something that I never expected when I went out to school to simply become a fish farmer. I'm eternally grateful for being pushed by Harry Ako so that I could build this aquaponic system on Otsuji Farm. We built a four foot by 100 foot by six inch deep grow bed. And we lined it with this liner called Duriscrim. Duriscrim is this wonderful product that I highly recommend. It is a thick liner. The one I use is a 20 mil laminated liner and it has fiber woven into it to help increase its strength and resiliency to the elements. It's very puncture resistant and it sits out in the sun for a long time and it was a great choice for sticking it out in the sun in the tropics on the side of a volcano. Ed filled it full of lava rock, small crushed lava rock the size of pea gravel, and we flooded the grow bed a few times a day, making sure that we recycled the total volume of water every time that we did a interval, every time we did a circulation of the water. We had a thousand gallon fish tank. Now I can't tell you off the top of my head how much that lava rock displaced, but we can give you a general good idea of how much water was in that system so that you can calculate that there. And it being a early morning, I'm not in the mood to do too much mental math for you. So you're welcome to do that if you'd like to as well. Ed later then planted watercress in that system and I remember going back several weeks after we got it up and running and the things that we had originally designed changed quite a bit. He had experienced some unexpected pests. He didn't know that the bugs liked his watercress more than he did. So he had to put up a bunch of barriers and screens to protect this outdoor system and ultimately had to do some modifications of our original design in order to accommodate his uh, desired goals, protect his crop, and be able to deliver that watercress to his market at an economical cost. 
at economy, I think would be the better way to say that. And so we got to see Ed receive, uh, get success in such a short amount of time. In only a few weeks, he had this whole half this grow bed full of watercress and was already harvesting and selling it to his customers. Those experiences with Ed showed me that it's leaning into finding ways to get quick wins out there to get really great product. And it's one of the reasons that I am excited to be presenting uh, secrets we've discovered to being savvy chicken farmers and showing how we're getting really great eggs with this blended sprouting mix that I've discovered and formulated. And now the USDA is interested in developing the regimen and mixture to sell this to small poultry producers. And we get this opportunity on March 2nd to teach a class to farmers. Super excited to see how great our chickens are. Our customers love our eggs. I got a text message this morning at six o'clock from a guy saying, hey, can I get two dozen eggs? And I just laughed. I was like, ah, I sold two dozen eggs. I barely woke up. Um, and you know, we're selling right now at $8 a dozen for those eggs. So there's a really great opportunity for us out there to not only get great eggs, but for small poultry producers to get more for their eggs than they already are at no extra cost to them. So cool. That is all I have for us on this Thursday morning. If you've liked what you have heard today or have heard in the past, please be so kind and leave a review so others know why they should stay too. If you're interested in learning more about how hydroponic fodder is helping farmers save water, improve their livestock quality like eggs and helping them become better stewards. Get yourself a copy of my book at thinkingoutsidethesoil.com. Join us today live at noon Mountain Standard Time so you can learn how to feed your flock and get really great eggs and super healthy, happy chickens ones that likely won't leave you alone once they know you are sprouting for them and giving them such amazing feed. So thank you again for being with me. Take care and have a lovely day. Hey, before you go, check out the links below. Leave me a rating and review and follow the show. Don't forget to get yourself some of our Blooming Health Blended Sprouting Mix. Our mix has been shown to get the best eggs and create the healthiest flocks. With feed costs going up, right now's the time to lock in a subscription so that you can get the best eggs without having to go to the grocery store or the feed store anymore. Check out the links below to get yourself some Blooming Health Blended Sprouting Mix.